Quad kill, quad kill. We're quad killing and we're tea spilling. Bring your cut, bitch. Welcome back to the quad kill tea spill. What's up, everyone? This episode is about bad friendships or fake friends. I know everyone has a story of their own, so you're about to listen to ours for at least the next 45 minutes. Um, uh, I'm here with the host, as always, um, TSP Lane Dream. We've got Ivysaur, Polar, and then Callie. All right. So I'm sure we all know what loyalty means, but deep down, what does loyalty mean to you? Polar, do you have a story? To-, um, to me, I think loyalty means someone that's going to be there for you no matter what. You know, someone that's kind of like a ride or die, always there to cheer you up whenever you're down um hang out you know talk or whatever um i definitely think like loyalty is like um can i trust you to if i um if i'm not around like do you have the same energy you know what i mean like that you yeah. have to my face like do i have to worry about you being um like a shady bitch behind my back or are you are you like a ride or die? Like you said, like, are you there for me even when I'm not around? And to me, that's what loyalty is. Yeah. I don't, I don't like that. You know, you, you put like certain trust into people and whenever you're away, they'll talk badly behind your back and then act all super, you know, cool to your face. So Ivy, uh, what does loyalty mean to you? Like loyalty means to me. um, And like all of you said, keeping that same energy to the face as you would to the back. Um, I feel like a lot of people have lost sight what loyalty really means. They can pick and choose when they can be loyal. Um, or they can pick and choose things or friends when it benefits them. I hate fair weather friends. Um, it's not always going to be sunshines and rainbows and shit. People will go through hard times being friends with each other, but... Would you really want somebody that's just going to dip when shit gets hard and say, fuck you, I don't need you as a friend? Yeah, um, die. yeah. those type of people I don't really need in my life. That's how things are going to be, I guess. Especially in, like, the clan scene, like, the people who dipped on you when you had ten people in your clan, but now they're back that you and you have a shit ton, like, how can you respect somebody like that who you know what I mean like they're only around when it's a celebration or like it's like a, a like a W you know what I mean mm-hmm. yeah. um, but when it's an L and like on the hard nights and stuff like where are they at like that's not um, I guess that kind of goes into my question so I um, definitely like learned what or how to be a better friend there was a time um that I was not a good friend. Like I was a really bad friend and I'm still learning, of course, like I'm not perfect, but I remember one specific um, situation. I thought being a good friend was having your friends back no matter what, like, um, you know what I mean? Yeah. But that's not like my friend was doing something like kind of fucked up to be honest. Like, and um, she asked me what I thought and I was just like, I support you like no matter what you do. And, um, that's not the case. Like she was straight up cheating on her boyfriend. If we're just going to throw it out there. And I was like, I'll have your back. You know what I mean? I was like, I'll have your back. Like, I'm never going to turn my back on you. Like I'll be there for you. But in reality, I should have told her to get her shit together. You know what I mean? Like that wasn't a good friend. Like I thought I was being a good friend. That's not a good friend. I should have told her to take a step back and think about what the fuck she was doing. Um, but yeah. Um, what is, 
what do you guys think? Like, what's a good friend to you? Uh, I, mean, I don't know. Like, I've had, like, a lot of different friends throughout my life. And some of them were, like, good in different ways, I guess. You know what I mean? Like, in, in a, I, I don't know, I guess it's kind of like, you know, where I was at in life and all that shit. And I mean, I don't know. The one constant I've always seen is someone that, you know what I mean? Someone that's at least consistent with you. You know what I'm saying? Like, <clears throat> you know what I mean? Like, uh, consistent in, like, you know, how they, how they act with you, per se. Like, I don't know. That's, that's a bad example. Um... I'd say a good friend is there through, like, good and bad times. You know, I mean, like, uh, when I was younger, like, my priorities were a little different. You know, I wanted, like, friends to be there all the time, you know, like, on a, com- like, communication-wise and stuff like that. But, like, I know as I got, like, got older, I had to, like, really adjust to, you know, I mean, if people could have, like, like kids and get married and, you know, move to other states and do other things, and, like, I can still keep in contact with them, you know, it, it it's not every day, but I mean, you know, I mean, if they're still seeing if I'm alive once a week, you know, what I mean, that, that to me, like, is someone that I would view as a good friend. I mean, it just really depends. You know, what I mean, like, I've, I've clubbed, you know, I've partied a lot, all types of stuff, and you know, through that process, you know, what I mean, you learn a lot about friends and who's fake and who's not, and so I, that to me, that's what it is, kind of consistency, people who care. For sure. I definitely am, like, the type of friend who makes it known that I'm there for you, like, no matter what. And, like, if you ever need me, like, I'll be there. But I also, like, can disappear for, like, a couple months. Like, I don't think constant communication is that important in friendship. I think we're adults and we have lives outside of that. Um, But that's just my, like, relationship style. And that's just, like, my, like, attachment style. Um, obviously like different people have different like views on that. But to me personally, like it's, it genuinely, if I don't hear from you for a month, like I wouldn't think anything of it unless we're talking nonstop every day. And then like you just dip, of course that would be noticeable, but friends that I don't talk to very often, like they're not any less of my friend because they're busy. Me, I agree. I mean, that, that becomes really hard. Yeah. I mean, like, I I guess it just really depends on the type of friendship you have with somebody and, you know, like, like how you met and all types of stuff. So, I mean, like if you're in a spot, like, you know I mean, especially for like a lot of people, I mean, obviously it's going to relate to a lot of people in clients because that's like, you know, who's going to be listing primarily is, you know, they make a lot of friends like doing this and the ways you can communicate are kind of endless, like with discord and Xbox and, you know, all that stuff. So it's like, I think, like, the availability kind of creates that demand, you know, with the, the clans and all that stuff is, you know, I mean, I don't know. Because, like, a lot of my friends I went to high school with, they, they don't have Discord or an Xbox and all that stuff, so it's a little different. Yeah. Sure. It's yeah. kind of like, you know, like, the people that, like, have, the, have like, uh, the same interests that you have are, like, the type of friends that you constantly, you know, associate yourselves with. It's kind of, I think it's kind of like that. Well, yeah, that. I mean, like, we're constantly communicating, like, plan wise anyway. You know, people that are active, like, doing plan ops and other types of stuff that, like, I mean, that's just, like, the norm for them, you know, in the Discord server and talking. So, I mean, yeah, I mean, I could see where the, the need would come from, you know, to have a lot more constant communication. 
do you have um any stories or anything like you've kind of whenever we're talking about this episode did anything come to mind for you Callie that you wanted to talk about like really hard to like pinpoint one friends like steal from me I've had friends like what yeah I've had friends like like, shady well I mean I've won the last Alright, so I have this one friend. The best example ever is um, I have this one friend through high school. And we hung out until I was probably about 21 or 22. I met him when I was like 15. And I don't know, like his name was John. He's like, uh, I don't know, he was a really good friend. He was my neighbor. He lived like down the street. So like I could go. Yeah, I spent all the time in his house and all that stuff. And, like, you know, I got close to his family and all that. And, you know, as time went on, like, I, you know, realized it later on. You know, it started off like a really good friendship for the first couple years. And then next thing you know, I, like, I felt like I was getting thrown under the bus for everything. Like, I mean, I can't even tell you how many fights I got into because he did some stupid shit. And, you know, he was a bitch and couldn't defend himself. So he'd be like, oh, Josh did it. Yeah. Oh no. That's yeah, oh my god. Yeah. That's that, fucking horrible. Yeah, he did that. He did that with one of our mutual friends, and I had to fight one of my friends like out front of his house one night. And, like, Damn, messy. Yeah. So like, who won the fight? Did you fuck them up? Uh, <gasps> yeah. I've tell us about the never, fight. Nah, like I've I've never lost the fight. But, Sharkisha, like, no. That night. <laughs> that night, like I like I fucked him up, but at the same point in time, like. He threw a hit like like before the fight even started, like he like threw like threw a punch at me like while we were talking, and he had a cheap shot. Yeah, he had a key in between his fingers. Oh shit! Yeah, he hit me like right above eyebrow and like made a fat ass cut like over my eyebrow. So like I had to go to the hospital that night and get like stitches and all types of shit. But yeah, wow. Yeah, that was bad. I have a very shitty friendship story as well. What happened? I was friends with this girl when I was in the Navy. She was a civilian. We met at this uh, office that we both worked at. She was really cool in the beginning. We were good friends for like probably two years. And then she started like getting drunk a lot, partying, which is fine. You're young. People do that. Whatever. And then she started, like, meeting up with lots of people on Tinder and doing God knows what else. And so a very sad day came where she contracted herpes. Oh, no. Um, One in five adults has it. Yes. And so um, we had another mutual friend who was also in the military. And she was going to sleep with him and not tell him that he that she had that illness and i thought that was really messed up and i was like you should tell him you can't be doing that to people that's fucked up you know for sure that you have that you should at least tell him because they had done stuff before and she didn't tell him but she was going to continue that continue doing that type of stuff so we had a pretty big falling out about it because she didn't want to own up to it and i would never put her on blast like that or anything but of course but i feel like and he had a little kid that, you know how people, when they go out with their with their kid, they, like, share ice cream or they, like, mm-hmm. kiss, oh, kiss each no. other and stuff. And I'm like, you have to tell him because you could affect her life, too. 
Yeah. And so we had a big falling out over it. And I don't think she ever told him, to be honest. Wow. Oh, no. I think, think you found out from someone else. Is there medication for that? Like, when you get herpes, is there medication to, like, stop it from spreading? You have, like, flare-ups and stuff. So, like, there's times where there's no like, cure at your... <laughs> yeah, there's no cure at all. But it's... but but is there a way to stop it from spreading? Um, I think if they can take a... Me- like, if the person you're sexually active with can maybe take a medicine, and so can you. But, yeah. like like I said, it's, like, there's times where it's not contagious, and there's times that it is. It's just, like, during the flare-ups, I think, are when that... Or, like, when you can't... Mm-hmm. Um, like, you shouldn't be sexually active, because that's when you can um, be contagious. It. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, wow. Shoot, you learn something new every day. (gasps) (laughs) Yeah. Um, So I have a story kind of like, it's not like that at all because nobody had herpes. But... (laughs) (laughs) Sorry to bring you down a lot. (laughs) Um, (laughs) So um, I have a story where me and this girl, we I met her in college. She was really cool. Um, We immediately became like super like close. We became like tight friends. And, um, like, we were inseparable pretty much. We graduated from community college together. We were moving to um, our university together. And we applied for the same university. We got in. We were supposed to get a dorm together. And then um, she just ghosted me, to be honest. Oh, I remember Um, you telling me about this. Yeah, that mm -hmm. was really shitty. Yeah, she just dipped. And I paid, like, $500 for my dorm and I was like, um, what? Oh, the application fee was stupid. It was like $200 and I covered hers as well. And yeah, she just dipped. She free ended up. Um, I found out later. I actually haven't talked to her since then. I found out from somebody else that she ended up just getting like cold feet about like moving away from home. Like she never moved out of her house and like going to like a huge university and which is fine. Like that's completely acceptable, like acceptable, but like, I don't know, like, sometimes, like, I feel like your friends are pushing you in way, you know, like, even if it's, like, something that makes you uncomfortable, like, you kind of have to take a step back and evaluate the situation, because I was definitely, like, maybe pushing her too hard as a friend to go to university and everything with me, but for what the goals she told me she had for herself, like, that would just kind of, like, what that's what she had to do to reach the goals, and I was trying to push her to reach her goals that she had for herself. So yeah. I feel like when you're judging, like, friendships, like, you definitely need to, like, take a step back and look at why things are happening the way they're happening. You know, like, why they are acting the way they are. Or, like, what you're doing to contribute to it and, like, how you can fix it. To kind of, like, put yourself in their shoes, right? Right. Yeah. Do you have any um stories you want to talk about, Polar? Um, like, fake friend-wise? Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, let me think of one. Let me think of one. Something that I'm tired about is whenever, like, you know, people that you've known for a while, like, though, you know, you start, you meet them, and, you know, you guys become really cool, but then eventually they just block you, like, out of nowhere. Like, can anybody relate to this? Like, has that ever happened to any of y'all? Yeah. Yeah, like, that's so annoying. And then they'll pop up, like, I don't know, like, a year or two later and, like, be all, like, buddy-buddy and then do it again. And I'm just like, what? What What the fuck? See, that's when you just block them back the first time. 
Yeah. And don't ever talk to them Which again. I'm learning to do. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm learning to do. I'm learning to use that block button. Because, like, I, I've never been the type of person to block people unless, like, it's, like, necessarily needed, you know? But, like, if it's, like, a toxic situation, which we'll get into, you know, around the end of the, the episode, um, unless it's a toxic, you know, situation, I don't normally block people. But, you know, again, I'm learning, you know, to do that, you know, to better myself. Definitely. Yeah. Do not be afraid of the block button. Like yeah. if you're, if somebody's giving you like trouble, not even trouble, if somebody is stressing you out or taking you out of your peace, I don't care if it's just somebody on Facebook who brags, brags too much, much, block them, block them. My block list was almost 200 people at one point, And I, that was, oh <laughs> I know I was like Mr. XGN status. Like I was not playing oh, around, no. <laughs> <laughs> but I did. And I, honestly like end up stressing me out too much so like i did it because that was just too much upkeep but yeah no i felt so good because you have nothing like you know like you're taking all that negativity away you look at your social media accounts that you i don't know how often you guys use yours but i know i'm always online you you're gone like you've got that toxicity gone like i don't know definitely i'm pro block button i don't care (laughs) yeah yeah, block out all that negativity, all the bitches talking about their wops. Nobody cares. Oh, yeah. oh. <laughs> Especially from bitches who wash paper plates, right, Kelly? Oh, my God. <laughs> I got so offended because when you first mentioned the paper plate thing, I thought he was talking about me because I talked about how much I loved that artist. But he was like, no, 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 it's not about you. It's about, you know, a lot of people. And I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> but it's still kind of about me. <laughs> yeah. Done. The shade, Callie, the shade. There's no shade. <laughs> I know that like 90% of my tweets, like he'll hit me up and be like, bro, you all right? You okay? <laughs> yeah, because I got to check on you to make sure you're okay. You'd be putting out some crazy tweets that make it seem like you're either upset or depressed. And I'm just like, whoa, let me, yeah, let me take, dude, make, like, go check on him. It's weird. Like, I run into shit all the time. I think of shit. Then I'm like, you know what? Like, I felt this before. And this would probably, you know, hit for some people. So then I'm like, fuck it. I'll put it up and da da da. So I mean, like, I mean all the shit I write, but it doesn't necessarily mean that's how I'm feeling in the moment. Yeah. No, nah, he's, I'm the he's very deep, very philosophical clan, Kelly. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the opposite. Like whenever I post something, it, it, uh, like ninety percent of the time, it has to do with how I feel in the moment. Ten percent of the time is it's a general statement. You know, ninety percent of yeah. the time, it's all shade. <laughs> usually, I'll just get bored and go check my drafts and post something from there. So it's not usually like related to. My drafts are so full. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. There's a lot. <laughs> yeah. we ever had any issues that we've kind of overcome that you guys want to talk about? Um, I remember Ivy and I had a, an issue like three years. No. Yeah, it was three years ago. And we overcame that. I think Ivy and I have overcome every single issue that we've had. We would get, you know, super heated with each other and not talk for a little bit. But we always bounced back. We always found mm-hmm. our way back to each other, you know. And he, by like, he, like, a, like a break, he means like a couple days. Cause like yeah, when not, I'm like mad, a, yeah. Like, not like if months. If I truly <laughs> care about the person that I'm arguing with, then I think it's best just to chill out. 
and then come back and talk to them about why you're mad instead of blowing up and saying something that you'll regret or something yeah. really fucked up. Because when I'm mad, I don't care. I'll say whatever. So yeah, I, tr- I really I try I've, not I've been working to do on that. that. Yeah. Especially if I really care about the person or the friendship. Because um, when I was younger, I didn't care. I would say whatever. And it cost me some really good friends. So it's all about growing and becoming a better person. Getting in control of that emotional response is key. Like Because I am so petty too and that's like one thing i've had to work on is taking a step back whenever because like when i get mad like my words steam you know what i mean like i always say yeah. i say that all the time i'm like i can hurt you with my words like that's it and i am to kill like i'm like mm-hmm. really bitch you want to do me like that bet fuck okay you. fuck yep. everything you stand for that's that's how i have fuck you been. and the bitch you wrote in on <laughs> <laughs> as soon like, as i perceive something as a threat like it's over you know like it's done yeah like i have this friend that's Amanda, a wrap. and um her and I, you know, when her and I were like super close at one point, like literally whenever we fought, it was it was disgustingly crazy. Like we literally came at each other's necks horribly. Like, oh man, like I, I don't think I've ever been so mean before. And you know, same with her. I don't think she's ever been that mean either, you know. And we we've always apologized to each other. We've always found a way to be like, Hey, I'm sorry about what I said. And a lot of the times I act on emotion, which I've definitely, definitely, you know, grew more upon. Like I, I, I stopped. Oh, I'm sorry. That's that's a wrong word. I definitely stopped doing. There we go. <laughs> I've known you for like five years, Polar. You've developed quite a bit since yeah. those KSI days. Let me just say. Yeah, I used to be horribly like petty. Like, oh, man. Like I literally grew this nickname because of how bad I used to be. Um, people used to call me Petty Polar because of how petty I was. Shit. You want to know what the name of you in my phone is? What? The pettiest of them all. <laughs> and I got that petty polar bear ballerina as your picture. That oh shit's never God. going away. <laughs> that was made like three years ago, right? <laughs> polar arena. Done. But other than that, I don't think that I've had, like, any other issues. Like, Callie and I have always been good. Landry and I have always been good. I think we had, like, one, like, slight issue. But, like, we overcame that, like, within an hour. Yeah. Like, that's the thing. Like, whenever you care about somebody, you should always try to, you know, find a way to come with a resolution. You know, so that you, hey, you know, things can go back to normal. It's not healthy to always repress how you feel or hold back your feelings. You should always be able to express how you feel. And then, you know, carry on with your day, you know? You gotta remember that you're not always right, too, sometimes. Oof. Yeah, yeah, that's another thing. That's a hard pill to swallow sometimes, too. Yeah, I'm no, I right. get that. I get 100%. <laughs> you know, not every every single time, you know, you guys fight, not every time you're going to be right, and not every time the other person's going to be right, you know? And that's, you know, it's a very hard pill to swallow. Yes, I absolutely agree. Like, I've started realizing that lately, like, oh, shit, maybe I was in the wrong, you know, when I said this, maybe I should go back and apologize, or maybe I should give them some space and then, you know, call them later or go see them and be like, hey, I'm really sorry about how I reacted. You know, I realized that I was in the wrong, you know, it's always about growth. When was a time that, um, like, you were a bad friend and, like, what did you learn from that? Um, Actually, 
I had a similar situation that you did with the whole like cheating thing. I didn't cheat on any anybody. I don't I don't do no cheating. That's not who mm-hmm. I am. But like I had a friend um who I was like extremely close with who I recently blogged and um they were cheating on their girlfriend and I was like, Oh, well I'm not gonna say anything but you know, do you and again, as Landry had stated before, you know, I should have spoken up. This is like when I was like 14, you know, I should have been like, hey, you know, that's not right. Like, I, I know that, like, from experience, I don't like when it happens to me and nobody should ever have to go through that because that fucks, you know, people up, you know. So, again, you know, I I should have been a good friend and I should have been like, hey, you know, stop being an asshole. Yeah. What about you, Callie? Have you ever been a bad friend? Um, yeah, I mean, from communication wise, yeah. I don't know, that's my, that's my problem with, like, with, I mean, it's not even, like, tied to, like, any individual, like, it's more so just how I get sometimes, like, you know, subconsciously, where I get, like, so wrapped up in shit I'm doing, and, you know, all types of stuff, where I have, like, four or five things I have to do at once, or something like that that it like slips my mind or like I fall behind you know talking to people and I mean mm-hmm. it's happened a lot I've had a lot of people get pissed <laughs> like had a lot of people get pissed like yo bro where'd you go or you ghosted me or I mean yeah like I get a lot so I mean and it's never on purpose I mean like I wish I could sit and just talk to everyone all day I do yeah I mean like I get caught up with like a ton of shit all the time like real life work you know working from home you know, all that stuff, so, I mean, yeah, I could be better about it, though. I mean, I think, you know, learning how to, like, prioritize and be better about communicating, definitely something I could prove on. I definitely feel like you and I are kind of the same when it comes to, like, our friendships and, like, how we look at them. Like, we don't, um, like, constant communication isn't, like, that important to us. Like, not that it isn't important, it's just, like, I don't feel like we put that as like a number one priority when we're like maintaining friendships yeah i mean like i've talked to you about like like weird for like like friendships i have that like would be considered like unorthodox to most people mm-hmm. like, like Corey and i Corey and i like you know obviously mr xgn you know for people listening um when we're in a party we could be in dead silence for like five hours be totally happy yep it, it's it's weird dude that like we could sit there and like Corey's like like me like, Corey's always busy at all times. He's always doing eight things at once and, you know, always has some new idea he's, like, working on or something like that. So, it's, like, it works out. So, it's, like, our conversations are literally, like, hey, man, check this out. And I'll look at it and we'll talk for two minutes and they'll be quiet for, like, two hours. And then it's, like, yeah, hey, man, what's up? Uh, you want to play Apex later? Yeah, that's cool. All right, cool. And then we're quiet again for an hour. Yeah. yeah, I mean, so that's like that's our whole like, and that's how most parties go with us. And it's weird, like we don't get mad at anything. Like we, it's like I don't know. Like I have as much fun with Corey being silent as I would, you know, like going to an amusement park with a friend. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. That's yeah. It. So you guys want to hear a crazy story about like you know this time I went to an amusement park. So I was 13, and my sister was like, hey, we're going to Six Flags. Mind you, disclaimer, I thought Six Flags was a Massachusetts thing. Apparently, Texas has one, too. And I'm like, what the fuck? It's named after the Six Flags over Texas. I didn't (laughs) didn't know that. (laughs) So, yeah. So she was like, okay, well, we're going to, you know, we're going to go. So uh, we went to Six Flags, and um, we went on this ride. This was my first ever roller coaster. And this is the roller coaster 
that made me not want to ride any fucking rides again because it terrified <laughs> the fuck out of me. Literally, when I got off of it, I was shaking so bad. Like, you know how, like, a chihuahua shakes? Literally, that was me. This ride was called the Bizarro. And it brought you up super fucking high. And, like, I'm not scared of heights. So that wasn't the issue. It was the drop. It was, you know, the continuous going up and down and up and down. And I did not like that feeling because, you know, you feel like you're falling. And I, I just, I, I, I don't know. I, I hated it. It's like all that adrenaline that you feel. I didn't like that feeling. So, like, literally, they had, like, little pictures um, on the roller coaster. I mean, not, not pictures. They had little cameras on the roller coaster where they take pictures of, like, your facial expressions. And I'm literally hiding behind the seat. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm, like, literally, like, clutching for dear fucking life. I was so scared. And ever since then, my sister was pissed. She was like, you don't want to ride any rides? I was like, hell no. And my job was 13, and I didn't swear at that time. But I swore then. I said, hell no. <laughs> uh, but yeah. <laughs> Callie. Yep. This is your cue. For what? What am I doing? What am I talking about? Oh, now? my God. Whoa. What, the <laughs> what am I doing? <laughs> the The questions that you typed up in the DM. I mean, um. Yeah, that was more directed at Polar, just like Polar's gone through lately, and, you know, I became aware of a lot of it, and, so, I mean, I don't know, maybe that's, like, Polar's key, like, background-wise, like, all right, all right. So, do you want to, like, go into your situation, or do you want me to give, like, a brief summary of what is going on so I can give you these questions? Yeah, you can give a brief summary. So, Polar had, like, an OG friend... You know, yeah, a, long, a long-term friend that you know, like you, know, they were really young on Xbox, and you know, I mean, that was you know, more or less considered like you know his first like serious best friend. You know, and um, they were friends for a long time, and you know, as they got older, you know, he started, well, not Polar, but Polar's friend started to change on him. And, you know, a lot of shit, like, came to light that made him feel like it was a one-sided friendship. And, you know, things kind of popped off to where they didn't talk for a while. And more recently, he, re- you know, that old friend of Polar's reached out and wanted to kind of reconcile things. You know, Polar, you know, was hesitant at first, decided to agree to give him a shot. And he kind of fucked up and did. So, obviously, that, you know, made Polar feel some kind of way. So, I'm just going to, like, all right, so to be more in depth, what, yo, how was your guys' friendship before? Obviously, like, when did you guys meet? You know, uh, how was the friendship before? How long were you friends before? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I met him back in 2011. Uh, back when I first got my Xbox, literally, he was uh, one of my first Xbox friends. He wasn't the first one, but he was one of the first. Um, we have been friends, you know, for nearly a decade. And, you know, it did hurt me, like, when it had to, like, when that friendship came to an end. Um, yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, when did you feel things, like, started to change? Like, what was he doing to make you feel like it was different? You know, how did they act? Um, I think, you know, things started to change in, like, mid to late 2016. Um, 
he had a uh, it was I think it was his senior year no it was his junior year and um, he had gotten into wrestling and um, that's like where things started to change like where you know he wasn't on as much and he like stopped you know like reaching out and stuff like that so I would always be like hey like what's going on like you weren't always like this and he's like oh um, I'm sorry um, I'm becoming a man now and I can't um, I can't always uh, be there and I'm just like what the fuck. I was like, where did this come from? Um, so, yeah. So, eventually, um, the year after, in 2017, um, I had gotten this uh, small job. And uh, I saved up enough to, you know, make a surprise visit, you know, to go meet him. Because I felt like, you know, seven years is, like, enough. You know, you, I think it's time to, like, meet, you know, like, your friend. Um, so... I had bought a plane ticket. And I, you know, I, I talked with his dad. I was like, hey, you know, I'm planning on doing this. Is it cool? And, you know, we worked out all the details. And, like, when I got there, like, it was, like, literally never, like, about me. Like, he only wanted to, like, hang out with his girlfriend the whole time. Like, literally, like, it, I that was, like, one of, like, the shittiest parts. Like, I don't know. His family was even getting upset with him about it. And um, I was just, you know, playing it off like it was cool. Um, it was definitely a lot of uh, wasted money. When you went out there to visit him, obviously you went out there to visit him you know, based upon how he acted, you know, while you were there in person. Do you feel that, you know, that those were kind of the defining moments that made you feel like the friendship was over? You know what I mean? At least for you? At that time, no. I did not believe that the friendship was over. Um, at that time, I think I was, like, blinded by, like, the toxicity and I, you know, I thought it was completely okay at first. Like, I thought, oh, you know, this is okay. But then as I got home and I started to, like, think back on the trip, you know, I, I, I thought to myself, like, wow, this is, like, you know, kind of, like, really shitty. You know, I, I don't think this is, like, a, a friendship. You know, when I was there, um, I seen his family more than I seen him. And, like, his family was pissed. They're like, yo, like, you know, he spent mad money to come over here and, like, you're just going to blow him off? Like, what the fuck? So, um, I remember on, uh, a few days before Christmas, he had mentioned that he got me something for Christmas. So I was like, oh, cool. Okay. So can I get a hint? And cause you know, I was, I don't know. I hated surprises back then. So I was like, oh, you know, can I get a hint? <laughs> so he said no. So Christmas came and I was like, oh, so, um, what did, what did you get me? Cause everybody was like opening their presents and everything. Um, and he said that he wasn't going to give me the present just yet. So, um, I let it go. And then the day before I had to leave, I was like, Hey, um, what did you, uh, what did you get me for Christmas? And he still was like, Hey, I'm not going to give it to you just yet. So I was like, okay. So a month after I went home, I was like, Hey, so remember when you said you got me something for Christmas? What, what did you get me? And he was like, to be honest, I didn't get you anything. Um, I'm sorry. Um, yeah, I felt like that was pretty shitty. Not because I didn't get a gift, but, like, you know, why, you know, make it seem like you did, you know? Yeah, I mean, that would... <clears throat> I don't know, that would piss me off. I mean, yeah. kind of lead you on like that. So, I mean, yeah. I, obviously, it sounds like a lot of things have happened that, you know, obviously, like, put you in a way of, like, you know, why did he change? Yeah, you know, I'm into where, like, you were still kind of attempting to make things right, you know, or thinking, you know, you kind of snap out of it. It looks like you didn't. So, I mean, like, uh, 
obviously you guys cut contact. You know, I mean, how did that happen? You know, where finally, you know, just buck stopped. You guys stopped talking. Um, basically, uh, after I got home, I would always, you know, be like, hey, you know, you want to hang out? You want to play something? And um, he would always, you know, find an excuse as to, oh, I'm busy. Um, what's it called? Um, I'm going to be going to my girlfriend's house later, but I- I'll play with you after. And he would also, like, make promises. Like, oh, I promise I'm going to hang out with you tonight. But he wouldn't, you know. And then he would appear offline um to make it seem like you know i you know i don't know that he's online but he would also like get achievements and make recordings and like back then when i was a director um in a clan i used the activity feed to you know communicate with my division and that that shit pops up you know and i'm just like oh okay you know i guess i'll go fuck myself you know um you know it, it definitely hurt because you know i was definitely like game sharing with him um I like he was getting like you know free DLC, you know free games, free Xbox Live. Like he didn't have to pay for anything. You know it was it was this friendship turned into like a give and take type of thing. You know, um, and then I started getting ignored a lot, and uh, I was kind of upset. Um, but I do have some screenshots to share. Mm, interesting. So I mean that, that would probably be. Uh... Yo, really good to share like a like a Twitter post or something like that. You know, like once the podcast is up, you know, just to oh yeah, yeah. If you wanted to do that, that would be uh, you know, give people more insight on your story. Yeah. So yeah, so I mean, uh, we're petty enough to do that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely. All right, so looks like uh, you know he approached you about a month oh. ago, trying to like reconcile things. She didn't work out clearly. I mean, what happened there? Yeah, you know I mean, where you feel like uh, he kind of fucked up again and all that. Yeah, I don't know. Like at, around that time, I came out as um, bisexual, and um, he kept throwing in my face that uh, I treated the friendship like a relationship. When uh, all I wanted to do was hang out. Literally, that's it. I just wanted to hang out. Um, but I guess uh, that meant that I wanted something more than a friendship. You know. I know fake friends and all that stuff is like so common online that there's probably like a trillion stories we could go on for like four hours of bad things that have, you know, happened and pe- bad people we've run into and all that stuff. So, yeah, there's a lot more to this story, but uh, I feel like I w- we would be here for a while, you know, if I went through everything. So, yeah. Thou shalt not be a fake ass bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, basically. I mean, I don't know. Make the most out of all your friendships. That's the one thing I can say advice-wise is make the make the most out of all of them. You know what I mean? You're going to get in tons of friendships with people, especially online. You know, having a few bad experiences shouldn't, you know, fuck it up for you forever. Yeah. I mean, be, I mean, be cautious in the sense of, like, what's happened before, but don't let it run your other friendships. You know what I mean? Because next thing you know, you're going to end up, you know, being alone. You know, because you're pushing everyone away from you because, you know, someone else is fucking it all up for you with how they acted, you know, X, Y, Z time ago. So that's probably right. I definitely agree with that. Um, I did want to comment because I just remembered that I had this conversation earlier. And somebody with somebody who's struggling because a friendship of theirs is changing and they feel like they're not as close with the person that they are because they're not like 
they're um like okay so like they work together co-workers right so they work together and they got switched to like a different location and so they think that they're like they're used to seeing their best friend all day every day and they're not there anymore and basically what I told them was that um that scared me sorry um what I told them that was that um kind of I made a tweet about it a little bit ago and just kind of um going off that just accept the relationship for like what it is obviously like if you want to better it and if there's things that could make you happier in it like discuss it but at the end of it like nothing is guaranteed and moments are fleeting so um enjoy it while you have it basically like we as humans are constantly growing and changing who we are and um things about ourselves so just because you've been friends with somebody for 10 years doesn't mean that you guys have the same interests anymore and that's okay like you're like you don't have to mourn or like my favorite thing to say is like it doesn't have to leave your life covered in scratch marks um just accept it for what it is and allow things to flow freely in and out of your life um so you can enjoy those relationships more um, something I wanted to add to this is, uh, you know, if you have a relationship, you should always, you know, never, you know, choose your relationship over a friendship because nine times out of 10, the relationship isn't going to work out. Sorry, this sounds shitty, but, mm-hmm. you know, a lot of times relationships don't work out. And if you choose your relationship or over your friends, you're not going to have people to fall back on, you know? If you, like, completely ghost your friends, like, that's it. Like, you ghost your friends. You don't talk to them anymore because, like, you're in a relationship. Or, like, they spend mad money to go see you. And you don't, mm-hmm. you know, put the time in to spend time with them, you know? That's that's what I mean. Yeah, for sure. But, yeah, if you can't op- if you can't have an open discussion with your friends, then I feel like you need to reevaluate that friendship. Because, yeah. obviously, conversations are going to be hard regardless, some of them. But if you genuinely feel like you couldn't talk to them about it or like you genuinely feel like they wouldn't respond in a way, first of all, like give them the the opportunity because I've been in that situation a million times where I'm like, I already know what they're going to say if I do that. But when I approached them, I was like, Hey, this is really hurting me. You know what I mean? Like I, it really bothers me that this is happening and I would like for it to change. Almost always they're listening, you know, like they're like, what can I do to better it? Like, how can I help? And it's just give your friends the benefit of the doubt, but also like, kind of notice when somebody's like taking advantage of you too you know what I mean like yeah. and then, you just this, have to kind of be aware in this friendship I feel like I was definitely taken advantage of because like I was always there for them you know I, I always you know bought them gifts you know I was I you know I treated them like you know I was a ride or die you know like that's I don't know that's something that I I guess like you know is a toxic trait that I have is uh maybe I you know I put too much effort into friendships and it hurts me in the end you know Maybe that's my issue. Yeah. Detachment is something that I'm like, that was kind of like actually my New Year's resolution was work on detachment because I'm the same way. Like if I have somebody in my life, like I want them to be the best for themselves. Like I want people I care about, like I give them the same like motivation I would like give myself, I guess. And not everybody like deserves or needs that. And that's why I said like just working on being, um, like putting yourself first and like obviously having your friends there as well, but you shouldn't put anybody above yourself because nobody else is going to be putting you first. If that makes not like all the time, but you know what I mean? When it comes down to like actually like reaching your goals and bettering yourself, yeah. people like your friends should push you, but like nobody should be controlling you at all. 
But do you guys have anything else you want to add before we close it out? Uh, well, I think I'm good. Callie? Um, no, nah, I'm good. I'm solid. My voice probably sounds all like raspy and shit. I don't know why. It's, I mean, it's been like 108 here for like the last like week. Eh, it's not that hot today. It's probably in the 90s, but it's been like super hell. Yeah. I couldn't <laughs> deal with that. I hate the heat. <laughs> Definitely. It's like shit's been miserable. I think it's like 90 outside right now, and it's like 48. Holy shit. Yeah. Yeah, it's eleven thirteen right now for me, and um, I think it's like in the late seventies right now, going down. Damn. Yeah, it is hot AF. <laughs> I got this AC on full blast. I got a fan on. My room is still hot. <laughs> but yeah, thank you guys for tuning into the Quad Kill T Spoon. We'll catch you on the next episode. <laughs> See you later.